pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world's leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salente, back from the Philippines. On our podcast this evening, more trade war BS, U.S. coup fails in Venezuela, and a hot new trend, cannabis cuisine. Gerald, welcome back, and let's get rocking. Okay, well, you said it. Trade war BS, boy. That's all it is. The markets, the markets today, all overnight the Dow is going to be down 500 points because Trump is threatening more tariffs on China. Uh-oh. Yeah. So the Nikkei was down. The Shanghai was down over 5%. Hang Seng hanging lower. Across Europe, only the FTSE was up a little bit. The Dow, the Dow was diving. You know what it closed? Down 66. <laughs> the NASDAQ closed down 40. The NASDAQ hit new highs recently. The S&P hit new highs. This is nothing. The trade war stuff is a lot of baloney. It is not affecting the markets. There is no trade war. It's minimal at the very most. It's hurting China's gross domestic product at 0.6%. We saw their GDP numbers come in a couple of weeks ago. It was up over expectations, 6.4% GDP growth. So this is nothing but more... Bullshit detected. Take precautions. Take, you don't have to take any precautions. You don't have to do anything. It's just <laughs> bullshit. Anyway, crude flat up a little bit. Gold, again, gold. Oh, gold was going to go up because of the trade war. Gold has not moved one penny because of trade wars. Nothing to do with it. Gold is stuck in the level it's at because the markets are strong around the world. They're getting stronger. Gold is a safe haven commodity. End of story. It, it's not going to move that much. Again, oil moved up just a little bit. And the big news, of course, over the weekend was U.S. jobless rate falls to 49-year low. And the pressure coming still from the government that Powell has to lower interest rates. You're hearing it from Secretary, Vice President Pence. You're hearing it from Trump. It's the election presidential reality show, and they want to keep the economy booming, and the only thing that keeps it going is monetary methadone, that cheap money. Fed talks cautiously of doing nothing. That is actually a story in the New York Times. Mm -hmm. Cautiously of doing nothing, we're saying by election day, they're going to be lowering interest rates. Hmm. All right, I have a question for you because we keep hearing about his, you know, great numbers in terms of unemployment, the economy is really rolling. But what about wages? Are people making enough and money? It, no, the wages are going up just a little bit and they're barely keeping up with real inflation. When people look at healthcare costs, uh, taxes that you get, property taxes, school taxes, rental costs. Now, people aren't making real money. Again, the numbers are real, and the fact is that the rich own mostly everything. Tra the tax cuts that Trump gave to us went to the 1%, 86% of them, and we have three people in the United States 
Bezos, Gates, and Buffett that have more dough than half of us combined. Wow. Well, here's the headline from the New York Times, and one of the great things about doing this show is we get to we get to see underneath the headlines and what the BS is, because here's the headline from the New York Times. Trump's trade war threat poses problems for China and investors. Is China shaking in its boots? Oh, yeah. It all, it's the end of the world. Come on, China's <laughs> buying up the world. You know, it, again, the business of China is business. The business of America is war. Here's a quote, by the way, from Trump. The United States has been losing for many years $600 to $800 billion a year on trade. With China, we lose $500 billion. Sorry, we're not going to be doing that anymore. I mean, he's right. And you know, I don't agree with Trump on just about anything. This is stupid. Who would do business under these conditions? All right, let's, uh, let's go global. And the, one of the most important global stories we've been covering is Venezuela. And while you were away, I'm not saying that caused this, but <laughs> while you were away, the U.S. actually tried a coup in Venezuela, and it failed miserably. They've been trying a coup now since January, and it's failing miserably. Venezuelans take the street as uprising attempt sputters. So no, it's not going anywhere. This guy Guaido is a fake, he's a fraud. 80% of the Venezuelan people didn't know who this guy was until the Americans put this little puppet up. Mm -hmm. And he, he was ready for the military to come over to his side when he took to the streets. And they, there weren't anyone no, coming. No. So uh, that's, that's the deal over here. So it's another fraud. And again, where is the outrage? Oh, and the American media, they're all in favor of it. Even that Rachel Maddow, she was boasting about Bolton. Could you imagine that? Well, uh, I have a, a subheadline here from the New York Times, and our Trend 2020 uh, audience will probably see right through this one. You're going to love this one, Joel. You ready? Yep. From the New York Times, the armed forces in Venezuela continued support for the dictator remains the opposition's most formidable obstacle for a regime change. The New York Times is actually calling for regime change. Regime change and dictator. How about dictator? I think they got it wrong because they're prostitutes and that's what they do. They're dictators. Because they get paid to put out by their Washington whoremasters and their corporate johns. He is not a dictator. He was duly elected. He got more percentage of the votes of the people of Venezuela than Trump got in the United States. By a long shot. And this is what I said. The American media is pumping war like they always do. They sold us the Iraq war. They sold us the, the Afghan war. They sold us the Vietnam war. They sold us the Korean war. They're warmongering freaks. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. Stop listening to the morons. Be educated so you can prepare and prevail for the times ahead. The only magazine in the world where you will get history before it happens. And following up on this, in case people think that this is just your opinion, let's have some facts to back it up. Uh, we just have this report in. Two noted economists um, co-authored a report called Economic Sanctions as Collective Punishment. Are you ready? The Case for Venezuela. This comes for the Center of an Economic and Policy Research. The group reports 
Economic sanctions implemented by the Trump administration since August 2017 have caused tens of thousands of deaths and are rapidly worsening the humanitarian crisis. It's economic warfare. We've been writing about this for years. They're doing it to Iran. They did it to Libya. They did it to Syria. It's one country after another. They're doing it to Russia. It's economic warfare. Clear as can be. Okay. Uh, now, speaking, uh, let's move over to France here for a second. Another topic that you've been on top of, Macron government fabrication of yellow vest hospital attack in Paris collapses. We know there was a big May Day uh, demonstration by the yellow vest last weekend. Uh, what's going on with Yeah, they said story? they attacked the hospital. And then after the facts came out, and you had a little slimy other guy in there, one of their ministers saying how terrible the yellow vests were to attack a hospital, doing this to the people, and they didn't attack it at all. They showed that the police were shooting at them, at shooting tear gas at them, beating up the people they were running to hide because of the violence from the police. But again, you know, they just Facebook just banned Alex Jones, Farrakhan, another woman, a Zionist woman. Uh, one after another, they're banning people because it's fake news. But the slimy politicians could keep selling fake news all the time like they did with that, like they continue to do. It's okay. Hey, you know Saddam Hussein has weapons mass destruction and ties to Al-Qaeda. Oh, that fake news only killed about a million people and destroyed an entire nation. And there's another example of it. Freedom of speech is dead, just like the rest of the Constitution in this country. All right. Now, at least some people are standing up and being counted, especially in Africa, and we've been on top of this one. Mass protests have intensified against the Algerian regime. What's going on here? Well, again, we've been reporting on this now for a couple of months now, and, and what's going on is that they keep saying that they're going to give regime change, but protesters have rejected this transition as a fraud aimed at removing only a figurehead while keeping the existing regime in power. They've denounced the government and the new prime minister as a government of shame. So it's the same thing. The people in power don't want to let go of it, but the people are sticking to the streets. And you know why? Because they have nothing to lose. You know, I was in the Philippines. The poverty level, the people have no idea in this country what poverty is. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing going on in all these countries. You have a few people grabbing everything. The elites are at the top. And I saw some of the elites, boy, the way that they treat the other people. In the there, Philippines? Oh, just terrible in the Philippines. Uh, oh, uh, Tell that story about the, uh, the waiter. Well, it was a person I know. The, the waiter comes over and says, ma'am, I have your room number. No, I don't remember my room number. I mean, one, one nasty comment after another. What about tipping? Tipping, they have this thing that um, uh, service charge included. So you'd think that's a tip, right? Mm-hmm. You find out, talking to the waiter, the co Chinese company, they get 85% of it. The waiters only get 15%. Of, of the tips? Of the tips. The service charge. So you think you're not, not tipping. People don't tip because they think they're giving them a service charge and it's taken out already. And the other thing, too, is, boy, you talk about China. China's buying up the Philippines, poof, the places we stayed at, and mostly Asians at most of the places. The beaches are exquisite. I, we were in El Nido, uh, in, in, in Palawan, the, the beautiful, beautiful. But you look 
Poverty everywhere. Poverty everywhere. The, the, the people, the waiters are making $3 a day. Mm. And you know what they get for overtime? How much? Nothing. Mm. Nothing. And they're treated like garbage. So it was very sad. It was a good trip, but it was also an eye awakening. Well, you know, this is really, and, and uh, you know, Trends 2020 so is a very global oriented, you know, podcast. Uh, we see what's going on in Asia, in Africa, in France, but guess what? In Paraguay, they're hurling eggs as well. Exactly, and this is what's going on all over the world. The rich are getting everything, the poor are getting poorer, and the people are being pushed down and policed, military policed into order in every country. But interesting thing in that Paraguay story too is that the protest is so big now that when one of the some of the politicians go into restaurants, people start booing them, and they chase them out. That's interesting because some of the candidate, you know, people here are getting shamed too as well. You know, some of the you know were, were shamed in restaurants. Um, we're going to switch now to what we consider one of the most positive trends going on globally, and that is our continuous cannabis coverage. And while you were away, I had the pleasure of interviewing uh, Bradford, who is oh. the Trends Journal. Uh, you know, our, our main expert on oh, cannabis. What a great guy. What a great guy. And uh, we learned a lot from him. But guess what? Let's go back to China again. China cashes in on cannabis, the non-intoxicating kind. Now, they don't allow it, their citizens to smoke it, right? No. But, they're, but they're exporting it. That's right, because they see the benefit of the market, and they have a region over there that grows some of the best stuff, according to the story. And so this trend is only going to continue again. Subscribers to the Trends Journal know that we have been number one on this story for years. Reefer, money, madness, <laughs> one after another, your top trends year after year. This is going to continue. I keep saying, Doug, we are now in 1933. They just lifted Prohibition. Mm -hmm. You think the alcohol industry was going to boom after <laughs> Prohibition? This is just the beginning and the health benefits of this. And when you read the story, for example, they talk about the health benefits here as well for stuff as, as, as going to uh, multiple sclerosis. You know, and, and what they're doing now, this, this company is they've acquired an extraction plant in Las Vegas, which is expected to begin production soon, and plans to one, open one in Canada. So again, the business of China is business. The business of America is war. One of the things that was going on when I was in the Philippines is they also had one of China's uh, Belt and Road Initiative meetings. It was the second one, and this is really big. It's the new Silk Road, and that was one of our top trends a year ago. Follow the Yellow Silk Road. And that's China investing in economic improvements throughout Europe and Africa, and it's why they're going to surpass us relatively Not soon. only Europe and Africa, Asia, Eurasia, and mm -hmm. South America. Mm. Check this number out. Data shows that the total value of products stands at... $3.67 trillion spanning countries in Asia, Europe, Africa. Here's what this is from the uh, Filipino paper. Oceania and South America. Well, I just read that over one-third of all the military spending in the world is done by the United States. Imagine if we took that money and put it into a, our own Silk Road. Again, again, the business of America is war. The business of China is business. Right now, China is the number two economy in the world. Mm -hmm. 
Within five years, I forecast they're going to be number one. All right. Well, let's go back to pot here for a second because it's the fastest growing job market uh, in the U.S. Are you ready? According to a report, the number of legal marijuana jobs in the U.S. now surpasses coal mining, textile manufacturing, and brewery workers. Wow, brewery workers. I'm, I gotta, yeah. But when you look, though, you think about textile and manufacturing, you could thank Bill Clinton and all the rest for sending our manufacturing overseas. You know, we lost over 3 million jobs to China in manufacturing, almost a million because of NAFTA. Wow. Uh, our final uh, story here for our, this evening's podcast, I think, is a really good one, Gerald, and it's part of our continuing cannabis coverage. Amsterdam's a very progressive city, as yep. you know. Well, there are two chefs over there. One is a New York-born Noah Tucker. The other is a former Londoner, Anthony Joseph. And they are exploring what they call the holy grail of ingredients. Are you ready? Herbs, spices, plants, and oils with psychoactive substances. They are creating cuisine that gets you high. In April, <laughs> they started a new television show called High Cuisine. It had its premiere on a Dutch uh, streaming platform called Videoland. They're now creating a series of cookbooks that will ultimately pull together about 100 mind-altering dishes. Talk about a trend. Yeah, talk about a trend. And also, it's going to be more and more into, and not only in that, <coughs> but in health. Smart people are going to go more and more into whole health healing. As I keep saying, if the planet could feed us, could it heal us? And now these guys are going to be having the planet feed us in a very different way. So it, it's, it change is coming. You know, one of the big stories, too, that we've been talking about are these impossible burgers. And now more and more of these companies are coming out. These are vegetarian, 100% vegetarian hamburger that right. tastes more and more like meat. Right. And, and this is, you know, I don't see it becoming taking over the meat industry, but it's going to be a sizable part. And I believe that with this cannabis breakthrough, you're going to see more and more people going to natural healing with plants healing the people and herbs rather than these drugs that, these allotropic drugs that, that um, do not cure any... Uh, any really serious Well, and disease. the ones that do cure some things also have side effects that more than neutralize the good effects. Uh, listen, if well, you they want... Well, they don't cure it. They don't cure the... They don't cure it. They only... Suppress push, it. The, yeah. the symptoms. Um, listen, if you want to read history before it happens, it's simple. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Go to Trends Journal at TrendsJournal.com. And if you have questions or comments, and tomorrow we have a few from you that we'll be using on our podcast, send your questions and comments to TrendVision2020 at TrendsResearch.com. We'll see you tomorrow for more Trend Vision 2020.